All right, Johnny Gill here live from Champions Location. Welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? Well, listen, uh, Champions, we are back live in action. Uh, I like to call this the show, so everyone, welcome to the show. Uh, the greatest show in Houston, uh, which is Ultimate Hoops, located at Champions Location. We're going to get right into it. Uh, we're going to start with our week one recap. We had uh, three three games. I'm just going to say three games because all the games were blowouts. Uh, it's week one, so that's kind of what I expected. Uh, things will tighten up once they get a feel and, you know, everyone gets used to playing. Uh, but we're going to start with our first game of the night, Alliance versus the Monstars. Now, this game was actually pretty tight uh, all the way into the fourth quarter. Um, at halftime, the Monstars actually had the lead, believe it or not, uh, 38 to 36. But in the second half, not so much the second half, really the third quarter, uh, you know, Alliance made their run. Uh, Mackey hit another, but they, they, they kept hitting buzzer beaters. They hit back-to-back buzzer beaters in the second and the third quarter. But the one that ended the third quarter uh, put Alliance up by five. And then the fourth quarter, uh, personnel issues happened and uh, substitutions were made and uh, there was a big, big run um, by Alliance and they never looked back. Um, they won the game 89-72. to uh, Monstars looked really, really awful towards the end. Yeah, uh, bloodbath uh, in the fourth quarter. And it's kind of it's kind of the same thing for you guys. Like I said, I think you guys played really well through three quarters, mm-hmm. uh, even being down. I think you guys were down even five or seven at the end of the third. Mm-hmm. It's five as well. You guys five. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, uh, had a bad start to the fourth. And uh, uh, a very bad end <laughs> to the fourth. Terrible ending. Uh, and like I said, you guys were right there in it. You guys were in it the whole time. And you just can't, for whatever reason, finish games. But we do have a newcomer on you guys' team. We have two newcomers on your team, actually. Uh, we got Marcus Cofield, and you have uh, Devin Johnson, who's actually returning. He's a past uh, Ultimate Hoops OG, mm-hmm. and he had, he had a good showing for himself uh, the first game, uh, especially as a newcomer playing with a totally new group of guys. Uh, had a really good showing for himself, but even on his end, he didn't finish very well. Uh, looked very good, but didn't give, give you guys much in the fourth quarter, and it just wasn't him. I think it was uh, the totality of the team didn't do much going to the fourth. And I see that he went two for six on the free throw uh, line for the game, which I say when those – I tell – now I coach, I tell my kids all the time, in the close games where you're one and two possessions away from either winning or losing, uh, when you guys close, when you guys were close, you know, those four free throws he missed, and then I see Shannon missed three as well. Mm. Uh, Shannon Roger, another returner, uh, a newcomer who came back this year. Uh those hurt, man. Those are seven points you guys could have had, and you probably would have had the lead mm-hmm. <laughs> going into the fourth quarter if you make those free throws. So yep. I mean, it's just it's just big part of uh, some of the struggles and problems you guys had uh, down the stretch of that game. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna give Alliance some credit as well. Um, that's something we did not do. Um, the Monsters, yes, they definitely. I say they, but I meant we. We definitely played <laughs> poorly. Um, but Duke, I mean, my goodness, forty points. Who, yeah. Who? I don't. I didn't see anybody guarding Duke. Yeah. And if you look at his threes, four for eleven. I think he hit all four in the fourth quarter. <laughs> at least that's what it felt like because he hit a stretch like boom, 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 and then timeout. The so, thing funny about because uh, we do have uh, Duke and Mac returning mm. uh, as well for this uh, season. They felt like uh, they didn't play well. <laughs> I, that's the funny thing. <laughs> that's the funny thing about it. He goes off for of 40 and uh, Matt goes off for of 20 and They combined nine. for 60. Yeah, they combined for 60 points. And like I say, <laughs> Matt went off for of 20 and 9. So they, they thought that, you know, hey, we're real little rusty still. We were getting our, getting our feedback under us. And mm-hmm. they basically took over the game in the fourth quarter, though. Uh, it may took them three quarters to get going, but once they got going, uh, it was very difficult. And I'm, I'm going to say this as well, too. I think Duke looks like a completely different player with Mac out there. Oh my goodness! I, yeah, I think he he's a damn good player, but I think with Mac out there, I think he becomes a, a substantially better stud yeah. out there um, with Mac out there. So I don't know if that's a, a Mac thing and Mac getting the ball in the right spots or yeah. what that is, but I mean he looks dominant. Yes, when he has Mackey out there with him. So they're going to be a tough out regardless. They're defending champs, and again, they're going to be a very tough out. Yeah. Um... 
Duke was unbelievable, but like you said, Mackie, Mackie is the key. Yeah. Mackie's the key. He's tough. He's a he's. A, I mean, I mean, the, the resume speaks for itself uh, outside of Ultimate Hoops. But uh, Mackie's tough, man. Uh, there was a couple battles uh, on the other end. I tried to. I tried to <laughs> impose my will against him, and it, it was not happening. Yeah. He wasn't even worried about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mackie's tough. So, for anybody, and he's probably one of the most efficient players in the league. Um, with, uh, if you look at his PPR, 29.2, that's not great, but if you look at what he did, he wasn't even high-volume anything. Right. 8-for-11 eight, eight from the field, that's 73%. 2-for-5 from three, that's 40%. 2-for-2. From the free throw line, everything he did was great. Yeah. Um, nine assists, four steals. So he he was doing everything when he got the ball, but he didn't have to do that much. And he, I mean, lock up D too. I mean, he was guys couldn't get around him. No, it just is what it I, is. I couldn't get around him for sure. And considering that they had the two top guys for defense player of the year, and Brian and uh, T. Beatty yeah. last year for like, well last season, mm-hmm. and you add Mac back to their group. <laughs> I mean. On the perimeter, it's gonna be hard for a lot of guards to kind of get loose against those guys, man. man. And I just want to say, we need those guys play so well. We didn't bring up uh, Brian. We didn't bring up that T. Beatty didn't play, right? And we didn't bring up that Sweat's gone. Yeah, you know, Sweat's gone. You know, and then like I say, we got a uh, uh, T back too as well. Mitchell Jackson's back as well. So I mean, it, it's it's a lot of stuff that kind of went on for the defending champs and for them to come out. Uh, you would think they maybe have a little team turmoil. Probably a hundred. I say a hundred. Yeah, but they they came out and did exactly what they need to do. Uh, took care of business and let it be known that they're here and they're not yeah. going anywhere. If you look at look at uh, I, I I mentioned Tamaki uh, after the game. Um, he said, like you said, they were quote unquote rusty, and they did that without last season's MVP. Yeah, no. He's not even. He hasn't even played. Right. He hasn't even played a game. He hasn't played, and they look. Like that. Granted, it was against my team, who was stunk uh, as of recently. Um, but what is, what's that going to look like when T. Beatty gets back in the mix? With Mac, with Duke. It's going to be domination. I, now, the game um, that I had to sit out, uh, they, I think they only scored like 95 points. Right. And that was, a, that was an off game. That was with Beatty, Mac, and, uh, and Duke. But if they're clicking, that's 130. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. It's it's gonna be tough, man. Like I said, they're gonna be a tough out regardless. Um, we'll see. Um, they have some very competitive matchups this coming up week. Uh, but again, they're gonna be a tough out. They're two-time defending champs for the summer and fall. We're coming into the winter now, and I mean, I don't think anybody's just gonna come in there and just beat them. Uh, like I said, I think they have the. Well, we'll get to this team in a minute, but they have a very interesting matchup coming up this upcoming week, so yeah. we'll see. Okay, and speaking of, um, so the, the second game of the night, City Center Ballers versus Monstars, the return of City Center. They have been missing in action. I don't know the exact – I could actually look it up. I'm going to tell you the last time uh, City Center Ballers – well, no, actually I can't. I'd have to go, like, way, way back in the archive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have time for that. So right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say – I'm going to say City Center Ballers have not played since, um, I'll say winter, at least no earlier than winter 2014 or 15, I think. Oh, no, no. It was sooner than that. I would say 17. 17, okay. It's been about two years. Um, They are one of the most decorated, historic franchises in Ozma Hoops history, along with uh, some great teams like Life is Good, uh, The Boys, uh, and and we're, uh, the Kings, if you date back to uh, Lake Houston uh, and, and Champions, all those, those were some great, great franchises. City Center Ball is by far the most entertaining mm-hmm. uh, franchise that I've ever seen. They've had some legends. Uh, Terrence Cr- uh, Crosby, uh, the Edward Twins, I mean, Edward and Emmanuel Twins, um, NBA legend uh, Richard Lewis, um, What's the, what's the guy from the Rockets? I can't think of his name. Uh, Mo Taylor. Yeah. Uh, just some greats. I think Moochie played with them one season. Moochie yeah. Norris. Um, City Center Ballers are just, they're just decorated. And they did not disappoint. They came in, they smacked my team around. Yeah. Uh, 94 uh, to 62. And I'm going to get to the ending of that game just shortly. But that game was never close. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever close. Um. <laughs> I will say they they made a very astounding, loud, mm. 
raucous rim and mm -hmm. earth shattering uh, debut reintroduction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not debut. They've been here. Yeah, to themselves. Yeah, uh, here at the Champions League, they uh, they came in and they not only did they take care of business, they might have scared a few people. Mm -hmm. uh, they look legit. They're big. Mm -hmm. They're physical, mm -hmm. and they're very athletic, and they're going to be a very tough team to beat going forward. Um, they have a nice mixture of, of good guard play to go along with uh, physicality on the inside, and they're athletic. Uh, they seem to be able to defend very well. Yep. They're just going to be a very tough out, and I don't, um, like I said, we'll see this week because they have the alliance yeah. this week. Uh, we'll see who maybe there may be a new king in town, right. per se. Uh, a new line is walking in on territory. Right. And what the king's going to do? Are they going to roar and scare them away? Mm -hmm. Or new kings coming in town and, and they're going to, you know, you're going to fill them. So we'll see. Very interesting matchup this coming up week. Just to talk about this game, though, it's not much to talk about this game. It was just a bloodbath. Uh, yeah. They just beat them from point A to point B. And we had some earth rattling <laughs> uh, dunks that, you know, we're replacing the goal right now due to the destruction mm -hmm. of the City Center Ballers. So I'll, I'll say this. One thing I will say about City Center, um, I wasn't impressed with their defense. Mm. Um, if you look at the score, you'll say, well, they only surrendered 62 points. How is that? City Center Ballers really wasn't playing defense. We played so bad. Yeah. That we made it look like they were actually defending us. Their defense was our misses. They were waiting on us to miss. Kept missing, kept taking bad shots, not getting back on defense. What do you expect? Yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm quote the great T.I. at ATL. What you expect? <laughs> like, for real. Yeah, uh, and that kills you guys quite often. Um, you guys take a long jumper, long rebound, yeah. transition, bucket. And you guys don't always do a good job of getting back. Now, it is the season of the gauntlet. And while being about the gauntlet, we have the back-to-backs. Mm -hmm. uh, so, first team go through the back-to-backs. Where you guys? It's the only time you guys got to go through a back-to-back for the season. So, I, it's good you got it out the way. But with that being said, you guys went 0-2. Nice 0-2 start for yeah, us. Yeah. So, <laughs> we haven't, we'll see. We have a team going through the back-to-back -back this week. Let's see if we can actually get a back-to-back -back win this week. We shall see. But... It's going to be a challenge for everybody. I don't think it's just a thing with you guys. You guys caught them, a very physical, athletic team <laughs> on a back-to-back, -back, you know, after you played the defending champs the first game. So you guys may have the toughest back-to-back -back that anybody in the league may have, right. you know. So with that being said, we will see what happens this week. And these guys may just caught you at the right time. Maybe you made those guys look a little bit better than what they really are. Yeah. Um, but, you know. It was a very nice uh, performance. City Center. City Center. This team is. This team is good. But I've seen. I've seen better. Yeah. Like I've seen some really, really, really good City Center baller teams. Right. Um, you know. I mean, you still got your, your captain uh, Bryce and, and and the White Twins. But the rest of the guys. I mean, they're okay. I mean, I I wasn't really like like overly impressed with them. I thought I thought they were. I thought they were. I thought they were decent. You look at the. I mean, Brandon. Brandon fits in good with them. Yeah. I thought he shot the lights out. He was. He didn't look like he was going to miss. Yeah, yeah. He was. I mean, he's a tough matchup, and he's a he's a physical monster. Yeah. And you know, we don't have too many guys uh, currently in the league, even guys on his own team that can physically match up with. Him. Nope. So I think when he's <laughs> when he's playing well and he's doing, he's playing within uh, the offense, and he he knows his role well. I mean, he's going to be a tough. He's know? been in the gym. <laughs> he's been in the gym. You mean working out? We mean basketball. Well, well, obviously both. <laughs> <laughs> obviously both. I mean, but I'm talking about basketball. Like, yeah. he, I can tell he like. I, th I, you know what? I might be wrong, but I feel like Brandon's one of those guys that when you pick him up and pick a ball, he's not gonna be your guy down low, banging, getting yeah. rebounds and all that stuff because it just fits the stereotype. Hey, big strong guy walks in. Yeah. Yes, you're gonna play ball. No, he's like, no, I, I've been in the gym. Working on my shot, right, yeah. you know, and, and I occasionally I'll go down there and bang with you guys just to appease you. But yeah. I don't think that's his mo. Yeah, his mo this season is shooting, yeah. and he's definitely he's he's got that. I'll give it to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he looked good. He looked good, and it made it a lot easier for uh, Emmanuel uh, mm. 
twin, you know, it made him look, uh, Mr. White, made it look the game a lot easier for him, you know. I, I thought I did a good job on them, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I thought I did a great job on tw- on both the twins, but, uh, oh, my God. Uh, who called that foul on me? I just want to know. I-, I think it was Ray. I'm not sure. It might- no, it might have been, it might have been, uh, it might have been Mike. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know what twin. I can never tell them to apart. He drives. His man. He drives hard to the basket, lowers his shoulder into me. I absorb the contact. Put my hand straight up. It's crafty. And he called. And they call foul. I put my hand straight up. I didn't even. I don't even think I jumped. I don't remember jumping on that play. And they call foul on me. I was like, I'm like, really? It's crafty, man. He over moves, and you kind of get the. The, the stud player uh, benefit of doubt on those calls a lot of times, especially when they, they're already kind of knocking you guys around, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to say, you know, Kevin is talking a lot of noise for a guy that lost by 30, man. He's saying you guys are not really that good, so we'll see your real test this week when you guys <laughs> match up against the Alliance, man. Now, I'll say this. I won't say that they're not that good, but <laughs> they look good against us. <laughs> so we'll see if they really legit. We'll see. Yeah, what? absolutely. Okay, uh, last game uh, of the night was uh, Lake Houston Live versus the Bullets. Now, this game, I was actually – I was flabbergasted a little bit by this game because the Bullets were in control pretty much the entire game. Right. And then they just had a horrible fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was weird. I've never seen anything like it. It was weird, especially when you have a veteran player like Dante out there. Yeah. It was just kind of um, – Weird seeing them kind of have those, the, well, some of the mental laps they had, and they just were kind of snake bitten there because they couldn't, um, couldn't put the ball in the hole. And then, like I said, Lake Houston was going down and, and busting. Yeah, busting them up, man. They yeah. make shots and they making big shots. I mean, they got guys who can do that. They also have a newcomer on their team as well with uh, Cody Bowser who came in and gave him some really good minutes. Youngster. Really, yeah. I like did, him. Did some really good stuff for uh, Lake Houston. So, I mean, uh, Lake Houston, again, were in the finals mm-hmm. uh, last season. Uh, played well. Played as well as I thought they could play. Probably should have won. Um, no, it came down to a last-second shot with one second left that t- touched every part of the rim. Every single part. And the last two times in those situations, they've lost. So they they may have the champion's jinx on them right now. Mm. Uh, that they're, they're a good team and they get far, but then in those playoff situations, they lose at the buzzer. To Alliance. To Alliance. <laughs> to Alliance, both in the summer and in the uh, fall mm-hmm. leagues. Oh, yeah. So, uh, are they having a hangover right now? I wouldn't say that because, you know, like I said, they had a good showing. Well, they had a good fourth quarter showing mm-hmm. against uh, the Bullets. But, I mean, it was a little rough for them at one point. But, again, oh. to, to their credit, they came out and, you know, they handled their business down the stretch. So, it was a real. I think it's a really nice win for them. Cause I actually think this this retooled Bullets team that has a nice addition of size and shooting, mm. uh, which didn't show up in the fourth quarter, by the way. Uh, Did not. <laughs> I, I think they had, you know, I think I was thinking that maybe the Bullets might end up shocking us and knocking off Lake Houston. But with that being said, I'm looking at it now. Uh, Dante only shot six shots or seven. Yeah. For for the game. Um, I think they, I think it includes the threes on the field goals, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, six shots. So he's right. He took six, uh, six shots. Uh, he was efficient. Yeah. He was very efficient. And I think you know early he didn't have to shoot a lot. You know, set up his guys, had them playing well. But you know, at the end of that game, he might should took over a little bit more. Thirteen point three PPR. That's got to be his lowest ever. Ever, ever. I've never thing. seen that. And you know. He didn't have a lot of turnovers. He only had two turnovers. He had six assists. So he, he didn't necessarily play bad, but yeah. the two five free throws, that would kind of. Yeah, free throws would mess you up. Yeah, free throws kind of hurt him a little bit. But, um, yeah, and they shot free throws terrible as a squad. Mm. I think they went two for five, one for three, 0 for one, and 0 for two. They didn't shoot a ton of them. But three for 11. You went three for 11 for the Ugh. game. Yes. You know, and like I said, when you're one, two possessions away from winning or losing at one point in the game, it just kind of magnifies. Uh, the urgency for you to kind of make a play sometimes. So very Lonzo ballish. <laughs> Three for eleven from the free throw line. Three for eleven from free throw line. Larry didn't play a bad game either. He went six to ten, but him and Dante probably in this game probably should have took over a little bit more. Um, Kai didn't play a bad game either. Yeah, didn't like Kai. Yeah, Kai didn't play a bad game. Bryce didn't play that bad yeah. game. I mean, you know, they they didn't have a lot of guys to play bad. Uh, we got a new guy, uh, Smitty. 
James Smith, he's uh he's returning back from mm. a five, six year hiatus mm. <laughs> of playing. Uh they didn't get uh who the Lions called Benedict Arnold, uh sweat. He didn't play this game, but he should be he shall be back this week, uh, for his matchup. It's a game changer right there. Yeah, but that's a big game changer. I would think that he may have helped them a little bit down the stretch right there. So a lot of good games, um, a lot, lot of a lot of good things that happened with that team. But, again, they ended up getting blown out by 22 when they led a good portion of the game, which is crazy. I'll say this about uh, the Bullets. I, I, there's some cause for concern with the Bullets. Um, between four players, Dante, yeah. Kai, yeah. Bryce, uh-huh. and Sweat. Yeah. All four of those guys like to rebound the ball. Mm-hmm. So, um, is this going to be a situation where they're fighting each other for rebounds? I think they'll be okay because I think uh, I think you know guys still have to know their role mm-hmm. and what their their their, their position is. I don't think uh, Dante rebounds well, but he usually is on the perimeter. So I think if you know one of those big guys get the ball, I think he's willing to let them have their rebounds. Yeah. Without taking I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Dante's a problem. I'm just saying, like, let's say Dante's about to get a rebound. All of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> somebody comes and flying in, flying in, and knocks him over. Like, yeah, I can see that happening. I can definitely see that happening between uh, Sweat. And Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> I can see those two doing that. Maybe yeah. not Kai. Yeah. But because Kai likes to get his own rebound. He's an offensive rebounding guy. Yeah. See, so yeah, he had a uh, – oh, he had five defensive rebounds. But, yeah, that's interesting right there. It will be interesting. And like I said, and be honest with you, with all that size that they have, they still – they went 27 – they got 27 rebounds. Lake Houston got 27 rebounds, so they didn't even out rebound Lake Houston. They're actually one of the bigger teams in the league if you look at it. Yeah, and, and you know, and they, so that should be a advantage that they, no doubt, have over every team, except for maybe City Center. But they yeah. should definitely be out rebounding everybody, and they did, which probably led to a lot of the problems they had, especially when, like I say, Lake Houston has a lot of skill guys. You know, between uh, Anthony, Shelby, and Eddie, all you know, those skill guys, uh, D Hatch. Yeah. Does what he does, you know. Downhill. And then he's going downhill. <laughs> he's going to rebound. But he had 14 rebounds, you know. And it, it's just, uh, they're going to be a tough out too, man. Like yeah. like I said, but the teams that won, uh, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Now, the teams that lost, we'll see. Yeah. But the, the teams that, that won games, uh, definitely, 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 it's going to be very interesting. I'm very interested to see what happens this Thursday. Yeah, me too. Uh, let's move on to our next topic. All righty. So, it's time for our top performance of the week, and it goes to none other than Mac and McKnight. 20 points, 9 assists, 4 rebounds, 4 steals, shooting 73% from the field, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, and a PPR of 29.2, that's second in the league. Mackey, um... I thought I thought his performance definitely was a top, and I'm glad his peers uh, felt the same because you got to look at what he did. Uh, Mackey is not a volume scorer; that's not his thing. Not saying that he can't, because I believe Mackey can come out here and get 50 if yeah. he, if he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. But he's uh, he's just so unselfish. He's so unselfish, and he's so efficient, um, and he and he lets the other guys shine. And uh, last time uh, it was Duke. It was yeah. Duke. It was honestly it was Duke's night, but. If you look at who really controlled the game, um, hitting timely buzzer beaters, he was hitting buzzer beaters, yeah. dropping dimes, should have had double-double. Um, it was definitely Mackey, and I- I'm glad uh, that he won. Yeah, uh, and that's probably why I would probably, would probably give him the slight edge, just on the simple fact that uh, a lot of what Duke was able to kind of put out was probably because of Mack. You know? mm-hmm. I think he, uh, he definitely set up uh, a lot of the opportunities that Duke got. So I, I would probably definitely give Max a slight edge, even though Duke was creeping right there on his uh, heels for player of the week. And it was very close. The voting was very close, actually. Mm-hmm. But we definitely want to give out a shout-out to Mac uh, for his contributions and uh, made a very astounding and loud return to the Ultimate Hoops League this week. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting uh, for me um, as far as who's going to win the MVP. My preseason pick was Dante. Um, but right now, yeah. after seeing the first week, it's looking like it's going to be between Mackey and Duke. Yeah. And knowing those two guys, they're going to probably vote for each other. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's, don't tell them who's going to win. And, I mean, it's, look, they have a chance to have possibly two MVPs on one team. Cause, uh, you know, last year's MVP didn't even play. Didn't play. So he's gonna, he'll be making his debut uh, this week. So yeah. 
very interesting. Very interesting week, first week. Um, again, the Lions looking strong again. Looking very strong again. Possibly two, possibly three MVP candidates. Definitely three first team uh, guys on their team. And we'll see what happens. And not to mention, we ain't mentioned that Brian's on the team as well. Yes. He was up there for a defensive player the year made second team last year. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, definitely uh, they're going to be very strong. And they have a big challenge this week going up against the newcomers. Well, I can't call them newcomers. The OGs, yeah. the City Center Ballers. So, we'll definitely see what happens. Are they becoming the Golden State Warriors of this league? They would say that. Yeah. But I do think they have nice competition this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, between can the Lake Houston get over the Alliance hump that they haven't been able to get over, mm-hmm. or with the new guys coming in who don't know any better, like you know, City and Ball don't care anything about the Alliance. Yeah, they you know they yeah, they won a couple championships here, but we won in the league, so that's true. <laughs> so that's their thinking, like okay, so who cares that y'all won a couple championships? I'll be honest uh, with you, that Lake Houston uh, season is pretty watered down. Oh yeah. It was pretty wide. I mean, not to take yeah. anything away from Lake Houston and what they did. Um, it was only two teams, really. Yeah. It was uh, it was my team. I can't remember the name of our team. Uh, it was really Josh's team. I was on the team. Yeah. But uh, it was our team, and it was them. Yeah, yeah. And everybody else, they kind of just got in where they fit in. Yeah. So, look, Kev calling you out, Lake Houston. Just, <laughs> it I'm, wasn't just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I mean, if you want to be honest, the league yeah. wasn't that good. I didn't say Lake Houston wasn't that good. Yeah. But the league wasn't that good. So, I'm just saying that's. Kids make sense if you come over here to champions that, you know, you got to the playoffs and you're falling short. And it's a reason because when you was playing over there with Lake Houston, he's basically saying y'all was over there playing with Scrubs and that's why y'all won the league over there. So, I did not say that, guy. <laughs> so, over here he's saying you can't get a championship and you keep coming up short because the competition is telling you all you need to know. So, I would personally take that as bulletin board material. Did y'all hear that come from? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I would take that bulletin board material, and I'll definitely show what I'm worth coming up here now. <sighs> All right, let's move on to our next topic. <laughs> All righty, time for our power rankings. Uh, once again, Luke will post these uh, on the UH. Uh, website uh, as soon as I send them to him, which I will be doing tonight. Um, we're going to start at the bottom. The Monstars uh, were definitely number five. We're 0-2. Um, we look bad. Uh, just, just to go over a few rankings, uh, we're ranked fifth in points, fourth in points allowed, fifth in assists, third in steals. That's just to name a few. And as far as the blocks go, we're first in blocks and second in rebound. And so we're doing some things right, but uh, I just – we just, we just, we just not good right now. Like, we just, we just don't look like a, a capable team with a winner's mentality. Uh, and if, like you said, putting three quarters together. This is not hockey. Okay, there's more than three quarters. Yeah. There's more than three periods. There's, there's four. So we have to finish games. We have to stop finding ourselves in those losing uh, situations, and we have to stop getting down ourselves. The main thing for me is what I've noticed is we just don't. We're just we're not willing to get back on defense. Right. And if you're tired, you need to come out the game. Yeah. And if you're not tired, or if you are tired but you're still getting, you're still able to get back, you can stay in the game. Right. I- I, I've always said this about you guys. I want to see you guys be successful. I want to see you guys win. I think you guys have a nice collection of individual talent on that team. But for whatever reason, we can't put a whole team effort together. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are the Houston Rockets without shooters. Mm-hmm. They take a lot of long shots, a lot of long threes, and they lead to long rebounds which leads to transition for the other team. And the problem with that is you guys don't get back on defense when you take long shots. I think you guys probably, and I'm not your coach, but maybe just for coaching you guys a little bit, yeah. you guys probably need to go to the basket a little bit more and shoot. If you're going to shoot threes, shoot open threes, you know, yeah. instead of the contested ones. And I think you guys are struggling, man, uh, because of that. I mean, you probably need a little bit more shooting, but more than anything else, you guys got to get back on D, man, to, to make yourself competitive. And it's... And I think you have individual competitive talent. I think you just got to find ways to finish games. Yeah. Um, There's really no other way to put it. I mean, I I 1,000% agree with you. Um, 
we are the bottom feeders of the league. Uh, I believe it will remain that way, and I, you guys just wait till you get to my predictions. <laughs> my <laughs> predictions are not going to be nice. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, I'm going to put the Bullets at number four, actually. Yeah. Um, they're, they're 0-1. I had a puzzling, puzzling finish to that game. Um, like I said, they controlled the game for the majority of the part. I, I believe uh, with Sweat missing, that's definitely a game-changer for them. Uh, when Sweat comes back, they will look a lot better. Um, and they have an interesting matchup for them uh, as well next week. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not out on the, on the bullets yet. Um, I'll keep them at number four. Not going to panic yet. Uh, like I said, the first week, I really don't take much from it. Uh, except um, if the score is, like, really, really lopsided, then I'll take something from it. Yeah. But other than that, I don't really take much from it. Yeah, um, I would say with the Bullets, I would definitely put them probably a little bit ahead of you guys. And I don't know if we saw the real Bullets. Uh, like I said, they'll have sweat back this week, so that'll give them a, a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. But also, I think the games that uh, Dante and Larry played were very conservative game for them. Very conservative. I don't think that either one of them played bad per se, but uh, I think those are, we've definitely seen both of them play a lot better. And we've seen both of them take over games as well. So I expect see that going forward uh, with those guys and it's a wait and see with them it's a wait and see I've been expecting a lot from them for the last couple of seasons as well mm-hmm. so uh, and they kind of they made it to the finals actually in the summertime uh, and then you know they came up short in the playoffs uh, in the winter, I mean in the fall so I with, like I said with teams getting better they have to kind of show their worth too and you know I see are they stepping up to this challenge with team teams continually to get better yeah um, okay, so uh, my number three spot, this is where it gets interesting. We had three teams at one. Um, I'm actually going to put City Center at number three. Mm-hmm. Even though they handled us uh, pretty well in, in, in dominating fashion, I'm going to put them at number three just for the, uh, the simple fact that they're newcomers. Right. Um, Lake Houston Live, uh, they were on the other end representing uh, – you know, the second place from last season. And uh, Lake Houston did take care of business as well. So I'm going to put Cine Center at number three, although they look impressive. I'm impressed by them uh, after the first week. I think the defense is going to have to get a little bit better. I think it was a, 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 a tributing to bad Monstars basketball on both ends. Yeah. So I'm not sold on City Center's defense. I need to see more. Yeah. But I'm going to put them at three. Yeah, they're uh... – they're loud. They made a very loud and raucous uh, reintroduction to themselves, like mm-hmm. I said earlier. And I would maybe slide them to the two spot with how I think impressive they look. Uh, some of the defensive struggles that, well, I don't even call them struggles. Some of the things they did defensively, I think, was because they were they had a big lead. You yeah. Know? Uh, so. They were never worried about us. Yeah. You know, so I think, you know, when they're challenged a little bit more, like we'll see this week, uh, We'll see what really happens with them. Uh, it's definitely going to be very interesting. I, I'm i kind of excited for their game against the Alliance coming up this week. Me too. It, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a big deal. Um, and I don't think – I just put it like this. I expect it to be a physical thing. I expect it to be a very competitive game. And we're going to see if – I don't want to call them an elite team yet because they're only one game in, but they definitely made a loud reintroduction. So we shall see. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, I'll put um, I'll put Lake Houston at number two, and I know yours are, are, are flopped. Uh, I'll put Lake Houston uh, at number two. I believe uh, Lake Houston, with a quality win over a revamped uh, Bullets team, minus Sweat, of course. Uh, I think that warrants them putting them at number two. Uh, Shelby was dominant. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen for seventeen from the field, which we did not mention earlier. Shelby yeah. absolutely dominated. Uh, only two rebounds though. I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah. I think he should become a better rebounder. Uh, overall, I know there was plenty to come, uh, but he for for whatever reason he really wasn't crashing the boards aggressively. So, um, but right now, I mean, it looks like he could possibly be in the MVP conversation. I know it's the first week, but uh, twenty eight points is twenty eight points, and uh, I liked I liked his performance. Uh, so I'll put them uh, at number two. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, I think they uh, look. They they like I said, they've been right there two seasons in a row. Uh, they haven't been able to get over the the alliance hump yet, 
uh, maybe the Champions League hump yet. Mm-hmm. But they're they can they're coming back and they're showing, hey, we're back. You know, we're back. And what you gonna do? So uh, they'll be right there in the mix. I expect them to be right there in the mix towards the end. Uh, they have some really nice matchups uh, going forward. They actually uh, catch Alliance on a back to back after they play the Ballers. So uh, it'll be a, again a really really big week uh, for the league in general uh, with some of these matchups. And like I said, this is a, a gauntlet week for the Alliance. You know, they get the Ballers first. For the new guys who are being loud mm-hmm. and very raucous and, and saying that we're the new kids in town, we're going to knock you off as the defending champs. And then they're playing a team that they play in the championship to the final possession uh, this week as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. It's going to be – it could be a very scary week for the Lions. The Lions could definitely could go be. from being, uh, without you saying it, the top team in the league to being at possibly the very bottom. Yeah. They could come out have two losses this week and have a worse record than you guys. Uh, so it'd be well, the same. If well, we win, it'd be the same, right? That's if we win. If you guys win, <laughs> if you guys win, it's uh, a big if. Yeah, so it's gonna be very interesting. It'd be a very interesting week uh, for all teams involved coming up this week. Uh, yeah. And you guys gonna definitely somebody's gonna be an zero three team. Somebody's gonna be on three because they they're playing two on one teams. Well, well, the bullets could be zero two. Yeah, so somebody could still have an O. Somebody could still be winless. Yeah, somebody could still be winless. So we'll, mm. we'll see what happens, man. We'll definitely see what happens. Okay, and um, I, of course, obviously, first place we're gonna go to the Lions. They're the defending champs. They're going for three. It looks solid. Um, I believe this is gonna be a reoccurring theme for a while. To be honest with you, now it's uh, well, well, actually, you know what? I'm not even gonna say that. I'm going to wait until after this week. Now, if they, if they go unblemished through this gauntlet, they will run the table this, uh, this regular season, and then the yeah. playoffs will, will remain to be seen. But uh, like I said, it's going to be a, a good test for them just to see. And I think it's better to be tested earlier than late. Late, yeah. Yeah, um, if you want to – for seeding purposes. Right. Now – you know, maybe playoffs, uh, you know, to get your mentality right, uh, to be ready, playoff playoff wise. It's probably better to get tested late. But uh, for the champs, I think they're battle tested. They won two. Yeah. They're going for three. Right. I, I don't think they, there's nothing that they're insecure about as far as uh, being tested. So I, I'm good with putting them in number one. Yeah, uh, they're the champs. They deserve to be number one. They won their first game. They look, they look pretty good doing it. I don't see why they should be number one as a defending champ. Got to show them that respect. Uh, they're they're proven, battle tested, uh, and they're ready to continue to keep this alliance thing going with wins in multiple ultimate hoops uh, leagues now. So, uh, like I say, they are the champs. They are the current kings, and I guess they they plan on keeping it away for a long time. Yeah, and we got another banner coming up soon. So, hey, we'll see. Yep. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Alrighty, now time for our predictions, which also will be posted at the bottom of our power rankings this week. Um, so, actually, I, I lied. It's gonna be it's gonna be flop this week. I'm gonna flip it this week. Last time it was power rankings, predictions at the bottom. This week it'll be predictions and power rankings at the bottom. So I'm gonna let you guys know who's gonna win and why. I don't know if I had it right because, like I said, I'm doing Cyprus and Champions. You you guys know what I'm saying. So it'll be up there. Okay, uh, so the Monstars will play the Bullets at 7 o'clock. Battle of the two winless teams. I'm going to start with you, Sean. Who's going to win and why? I honestly really want to say you guys just because. Why, why, would you, why would you do that? I, I really <laughs> want to see you guys win. I, I, I promise I really do, man. I'm 0-3, so I mean, I don't care. But, <laughs> I'm 0-3. But with that being said, I'm going to go with the Bullets because uh, – <laughs> They've had a, a more of a recent track record, even though this is a new season of uh, being able to win games. Uh, well, we'll help them, too. I mean, they get swept back to go along with what they already have. Mm. You guys will probably have Chris Taylor back, which will help you guys. Mm. Uh, but all in all, it's going to be rough, man. Uh, I, I, I think you guys are capable of putting together three quarters. It's not hockey. <laughs> but you have not been sh- you have not shown the ability to put together four good quarters. And I see a, a, a game that's within five to six points. And all of a sudden I just see a fourth quarter 
where I have 12 jack three-pointers and maybe two going in and, and, and the ball that's going another way. That's being kind. Yeah, I, I, I just, that's <laughs> what I see, you know. And, again, very capable team. Think you can win. But with that being said, I, I pick – I'm going to go ahead and pick the Bullets on this one. Mm. Uh, Sean, I'm going to go against my better judgment, and I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> That's right. I said it. The Monstars, uh, going by our presently constructed roster, um, from the effort that I saw last week, I expect pretty much the same. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to point shave and, you know, yeah. I'm going to make sure that my predictions are right and then we're going to lose. Right, right, I'm right. definitely not saying that. But I just don't believe we have a winner's mentality right now. I don't. And I don't see how you beat a team led by Dante, um, a team with crafty guards like uh, Larry yeah. and guys who, who, who give that effort on the, on, the, uh, on the glass like Bryce and um, – What's my guy? Sweat right. and, and Kai. That's a three-headed monster right there. Those three down there, we're, first of all, we're small. Right. So how are we going to stop those three down there in the paint? I don't see that. Um, like I say, I'm going to give her all, uh, you know, I'm going to give it a try. We'll see. Uh, but right now, I don't believe that we'll win. I don't, I don't think that we have enough guys uh, on the team that have a winner's mentality. I think it's more, uh, excuse me, and you know, uh, okay, I'll, I'll give you an example. And, and I know guys who play basketball, they know they know this guy. Okay, so have you ever been to the gym and you're playing with, you just, you know, I'm not coming in, I'm not coming in with my five, you know, I'm just going to come in and run and see what happens. But you end up picking a good, a, a pretty solid five. And, you know, y'all win some games, y'all probably win two games, and then by the third game, for whatever reason, you know, it gets testy, it gets heated, and you really, 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 really want to win this game. More than any game that you've played all day, you're like, you know what? I'm not losing this game. I don't care if I lose the next three games. I'm not going to lose this one. Right. And you lose that game. And then there's that one guy on the sideline. He's like, man, he's like, it's all good, bro. I'm, I'm just out here. I'm just trying to get some cardio. <laughs> the cardio guy. I'm just trying to get some cardio. We have a, we have a, a team assembled of guys who are just trying to get cardio. That's how, that's how I feel. <laughs> Straight up. I don't feel like we're like, we, we really want to go get it and win. Right. Now, I could be wrong. We could come out there and dominate the bullets. And then everyone will look at me like, hey, what was that? If, I, if that's what I have to do to light a fire on the team and tell it like it is, then that's what I'm going to do. But right now, I don't believe that we'll win that game. I don't. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's not going to be easy, man. And uh, he challenged you, teammates. Use for bulletin board material, and hopefully you guys come out there and play your tail off. Can we stop being cardio guys? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that sound like uh, sound like old man Rick Ball. Like I, I our, our model for the league is what never um, retire, never retire, and he's basically saying you guys have a retired mentality. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let let let's let's see what happens, man. <sighs> Kev called you out again. It wasn't me. I'm just I'm now I'm not backtracking on that. <laughs> we definitely we definitely don't look like we're gonna win that game. So I'm gonna say bullets win that game, and I'll give it a score of if we come out anything like we did last week, we won't crack eighty. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm gonna say ninety to seventy seven bullets. Not bad. I gotta go with that. Okay. Um, Alliance versus City Center Ballers. This is. It's a hard game to call, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I, I think Alliance. I think Alliance wins this game. And I think it's a track meet. I'm gonna say Alliance wins 97 to 93. I think it's a two possession game. We're not gonna say a four point play will happen, so I'll say two possession game. And there's not gonna be much defense being played. Um, ball's going to be getting out and getting down the court, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You got two smart teams. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the Lions, they've run that one 2, two uh, full-court press, and I've seen City Center run that. I've seen the Twins run that, yeah. and they dominated. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying that they'll do that against each other, but if the Lions tried that against City Center, it wouldn't work. I guarantee yeah. you it wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, the guard plays too good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I have a. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Lions here, mm. but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. If City Center beat them, I'm gonna go with the Lions, 88-85. Come. I'm gonna say one-two possession game, and I think without Mac they lose this game. With Mac, I think they uh, pull this one out by one possession. So we going, don't know if Mac's coming. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like this was last season when they didn't have. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think they win this game. But with Mac. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go 88, 85 Alliance. Uh, good guard play down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may come down to some free throws. Uh, might so, you know so. Uh, and 24 second shot clock changes everything too. Okay, you you gotta get shots up. You gotta get possessions up. But that being said, like you said, maybe a track meet. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go 88, 85 Alliance. Barely pulling out one against the City Center Ballers. Yeah, and we're lucky. Um. We're lucky that we don't have the the updated scoreboards like they do at uh yeah at Cypress where the the offensive rebounds the shot clock goes to fourteen yeah uh, like they currently do in the NBA. Um, you know what's crazy though? Uh, that's the that's the rule out there at Cypress, but the, the scoring is still low. <laughs> like you would think, you know, with uh, with the shot clock going to fourteen instead of twenty four. There'll be more points. Uh, but, you know, a guy told me a long time ago when I first started playing, y'all, he said, you know, skills pay bills, son. Yeah. I don't give a dang how, how good or what, what rule I set or what offense you run or what defense they run. It's always about the skills. So the skill level may be slightly different. No, not to Cypress. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying the skill level is. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. just, just, just you know, skills pay the bills, you know. So uh, that that's a... Uh, that's actually a very nice compliment to this group of players we have here, champions. You know, they, you know, we have high skill old players. Yeah. So, three games, three games, almost cracking ninety. Yeah. Um. Okay, last game of the night: Lake Houston Live versus Alliance, uh, the rematch of yeah. the championship. Um, ooh. Catch them on a back to back. Catch them on a back to back. Uh, revenge game. I'm actually gonna go Lake Houston. Yeah. I'm gonna pick Lake Houston only. Because of the back-to-back, I believe Alliance deserves the respect. Uh, if that was a first matchup of the night, that they would, I would give them the benefit of the doubt and win that game. But Lake Houston is too good uh, to lose to a team that's just finished playing. I just don't, I don't see that. I think it's one of those situations where Alliance, yes, you're warm, but they're going to hit that wall at, at around third quarter. Yeah, and I believe Lake Houston goes on a run. And I don't think that it's going to be a blowout because the Lions is too good. I believe right now if the Lions play the back-to-back against us and we're the fresh team, <laughs> we still get ran right now. I honestly believe that. Um, but I believe that uh, Lake Houston does just enough to win. And I'll say it'll be around the 80s. So I'll say 87-81. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna give. I'm probably gonna regret this. I'm gonna go ahead and say Alliance here. Uh, I'm going 85 to 80 over Lake Houston. Uh, I think they're just very mentally tough. They have a little general back mm-hmm. and T, uh, and I think they're gonna be able to push through, find a way to push through here, make some big shots down the stretch, and maybe pull it out. You know, it's funny. Lake Houston had Alliance's number uh, in the fall league. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to dominate them the first two times they played them. And then they lost to them in the finals of the, of the playoffs. So I'm going to say that they, they still have a little bit of the of the, the Alliance jip against them. You know, where, you know, they just can't get over that hump against them. And I'm, I'm going to say that Alliance pull, finds a way to pull this off against them in uh, week two. That's interesting, but uh, like I said, it'll, it'll be remain to be seen. We'll see how it goes. You never, you never really can tell. Uh, that's why we play the games, right? There you go. Um, but I really, I really have my eyes wide open on that second game. Mm-hmm. That's the one that 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 I'm most interested in. Uh, but we'll see. Okay, let's move on to our last topic of the night. Alrighty. So our last topic of the night. Remember, we're switching gears. Uh, from our In the News segment, we're going to do a movie review special uh, this season. Um, 
Now, I know I said it was going to be the last topic, uh, the last time for in the news, but I have to touch base uh, with the NFL uh, real quick before we get into our movies. I cannot believe that... I'm, first of all, I'm glad that the Rams won because I, I can't stand the Saints fans. I, I, I personally don't have a problem with the team, but y'all fans are annoying. But I cannot believe uh, that the Chiefs' defense just absolutely laid an egg. Just completely. The game should have been over. He lines up. He lines up. Who was that? Was that Chris Jones? Chris Jones lines up in the neutral zone, and then it's a it's an interception, and then again the game should have been over. Dude, just move back some. You can't see. You can't see where your hand is, where the ball is. You can't see that. You really, really can't see that. I was very disappointed on that play, but more in particular. Uh, I just honestly believe that the referee saw that. And let's say that Tom Brady throws a touchdown pass. He, he don't, he's not going to throw the flag. He picks it up. Oh, no, no, there's no flag on the play. But because he threw that interception, oh, news was on infraction. That's ridiculous. Just say y'all want the Patriots to be in the, in the Super Bowl. Just say it. Nobody, I, okay, no one wants to see Rams and Chiefs. I thought that was the best game of this year. Yeah. Uh, it was the best game this year, the Rams versus Chiefs. Um, you, you can't again think about New, New England. Patriots, I mean, jumped on a fourteen zero. Chiefs did a great job getting back in the game and actually taking the lead there. Um, 20, 20, 27 points in the fourth, something like that. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I mean, you do all that just so you can go down and. And, and you know, Tom Brady's ball first in overtime. And I know Patrick Mahomes in the back of his head had to be like, I'm not getting the ball back. He's not. He knew he wasn't. That defense is trash. You no. Know? And think about it, I think that defense actually did a decent job for two and a half quarters. Maybe even three quarters. Why are they scared of press? I mean, you know, you when you when you lack talent, it's kinda of like how the why the Texans never play uh uh bump and run. Because they, they don't have corners who can play bump and run. But but against <laughs> but against New England? They had nobody, no burners, yeah. no burners over there. Yeah. Tony, I mean, uh, is that his name Tony Dorsett? Not Tony. Who I'm thinking of, the old guy. Uh, I can't think of his name. Dorsett though. Yeah. The, he's probably the fastest one. He's about four four. Well, yeah. Um, but I mean, my goodness, um, you can't just sit back and just let them just do what they want to do. Yeah, I mean, they tried to drop back. In the, I think we tell their the game plan was like we're trying on trying to rush with our front four. And then we're gonna play zone. Edelman and Hogan just and had a field day. Kinda, the thing about it, they had they're good enough with their front four to kind of get pressure on Tom Brady, but they didn't do it enough, yeah. often enough. And again, that's probably why he had that. Uh, you know, he jumped off sides or was in the neutral zone infraction yeah. because he's trying to time uh, the. Dude, you ain't got to him all day. And when you did get to them, they called roughing the passer, and you yeah. barely touched them. Yeah, he even fall down. But that's, that's why I think he did. I think Jadavion kind of like the cost of uh, Texas game like that this year. New yeah, he did. Fraction because he was trying to time the uh, quarterbacks. Uh, what's the name? Just, just look at the ball. You know, and he's trying to time it so he try to get back there and get a sack and got some pressure on him. Actually, you know, he threw an interception. But that being said, you just gotta be disciplined, and that's when your lack of discipline kind of plays into everything. And those are penalties at the end of the day that the Patriots don't get. They I mean, don't. They don't get those. You can't knock them for that, you know? Tom Brady almost had a three-interception game in the biggest game. Yeah. So, like you said, the Chiefs defense, they did okay. Yeah. But I, I just I just felt like they just gave up too many third downs. It was I mean, just it was But, just you know, to be honest with you, though, that's why I say they did okay because they've been not very good. How many How many third downs did they give up, though? A lot. I know in the on that, that overtime drive, he went three for three. <laughs> and a couple of times, it was like 39, 38. It was like third and long. I'm like, dang. Yeah. And get off the field. Yeah. We can't get off the field on third down. Just I, Listen, I'm, on my, I'm already sick to my stomach because just the idea of Brady winning another Super Bowl, it just makes me yeah. sick. Yeah, and I've always been Montana guy, but jeez. And, I, and it's nothing you can say now. It's like if he wins six, you have to give it to him by default. I, yeah. I don't. I don't want to because of all the cheating and all that stuff in the beginning. But you almost have to give it to him. Yeah. But um, and the only reason why I'm conceding pretty much is because I don't believe in Jared Goff. He, sh- I've seen enough. Yeah. And that and that Ram- and that Rams and uh, Saints game, I've seen enough. That dude looked terrified. 
He had guys wide open and he just panicking. Yeah. I was like, oh no, this he, this not gonna work. I would have rather had Drew Brees uh, in the Super Bowl because Jared Goff, he's gonna go in there and stink it up. I just know he is. Yeah, that's. Uh... They gotta man. They gotta feed. They gotta feed Gurley, man. Yeah, they they got him. Gurley has to win MVP. It can't be no quarterback agenda. Let's get Jared Goff the Super Bowl. You're not gonna win. Yeah. Um. No, Sean McVay's been able to draw very good plans all year uh, for those guys and kind of getting them to be where they need to be. Uh, but now it may be on their defense and what Wade Phillips can draw for them. Think about it, they have enough defensive talent individually to be a dominant, dominant uh, pass defense. <laughs> they had a bunch of names. Yeah, exactly. But, again, they haven't been able to probably put a great game together. Actually, they played well against the Saints. Uh, so, I mean, I think it's going to be on their defense. I don't think it's going to be on Jerry. If, if they expect Jerry Goff to win them a Super Bowl, I don't think it's going to happen. It's not, not going to happen. So, I think it's going to have to be on Sue and, and Donald and, and Peters. I can see Aaron Donald Lee. doing his thing. He can. I can see him getting to the quarterback. Yeah, I, it's going to have to be on them. Kind of similar to that Giants defense that beat them the first time. How, you know, the Patriots had that unstoppable offense. And Marcus Peters has to be disciplined. He can't yeah. be out there being stupid yeah. against them. I mean, you know, they had some stupid plays this past week that they didn't get punished for. <sighs> I mean, even the, the no call right there, that was like a... a that dude right there, I, I could just see him screwing up yeah. against the Patriots. Yeah, so we, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, like I said, I've always been a Montana guy, but you kind of got to go start, you know, these whispers of this Brady stuff. It's not even whispers. It is what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like they they screaming it. Yeah. It's, it's, it is what it is. Okay, um... Sorry about that, Joe. I had to bend. Uh, had to talk about that. It, it was it was necessary. Okay, so our movie of the week uh, is going to be Coach Carter. Like I said, we're going to be touching base on old movies, new movies, uh, just all the classics. Uh, we're going to start with a great one, uh, Coach Carter, uh, played by Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel, and I just watched it today again, y'all. I've seen the movie probably a hundred times, uh, but every time moving forward, I'm going to watch the movie fresh. Just so I can have it fresh in my mind. I don't know about you, Sean, but every time I watch a movie that I've seen before, I always try to look for stuff that I didn't see right. the last time. Um, and this movie was—it's just—it's still a classic. Like it's timeless. It's a great movie. Um, I thought Samuel L. was brilliant. Let me just say this: Samuel L. I would run through a brick wall for that guy. <laughs> he was my coach because I mean, the dude is just—he he genuinely cared about his players. He. Um, and, and and you could tell that administration of that school was very very corrupt. Yeah. Like and, and not in like no money thing. They they did not care. Yeah. They were like they did not care about them kids. It was just, oh you know you you a coach worry about basketball. Let us stick to academics. Y'all ain't been doing y'all job. Yeah. These yeah. kids weren't even go, the, the student athletes weren't even going to class. <laughs> they weren't even going to class and no one even cared. Like it, it, everyone was in cahoots. The professors were like, eh, we'll give you enough to pass just so you can play. We can be, you know, we can raise the banner if we're good. But they weren't even, they, they, were, they were letting them make it. And they were 4-22 and 22 the year yeah. before. So why did they not go to class? Because y'all ain't winning nothing. I ain't winning games. So, yeah, why does it even matter? Uh, yeah, I, dope movie. I, uh, I was looking, you know, like, it's funny because, you know, when, they, when the movie came out, I was not in education. But yeah. I'm obviously in education now. So kind of hits home for me. Yeah. And, uh, just about, uh your role and how you can make that much of a difference mm-hmm. in someone's life uh, by playing your role. I thought it was super dope that, I mean, what, what, what was he saying? That you had to have at least a B average? Yeah. He said it wasn't even about the pass and play where you got to have a D. Yeah. You got to have at least a B average to play, to yeah. step on the floor. And, I mean, he was able to turn, turn those kids around. He, um, he, he, had a, he, had a, he had a theory behind it. He said that if you have a 2.3, uh, you need – all you need is a 950 or something like that right. on the SAT to be a student athlete. And if you have a 2.0, you need a 1500. So it's hard uh, to get that done. So he, had, he was trying to put them in position to be successful after high school, after Richmond High, which was, which was great. I'm just like, man, like you said, it definitely hits home. Um, recently, I was uh, leaving the parking lot uh, for my school, and uh, one of the teachers from the other campus that I used to work at, she came up to me, she said, uh, she said, Coach Gill, um, you know, um, yeah, I can tell that you're really, really making a difference uh, with these kids at the school because they were having 
um, they were talking about uh, people that influence you. And, and one of my uh, one of my student athletes, he's a uh, he's a foster kid, and um, so you know he just has his mom, uh, and his, I, I believe um, uh, his his father um, is uh, overseas mm-hmm. um, doing the military. And she said, uh, and the teacher told me that yeah. The, he, they told him to make a list of all the people that, uh, that influence you the most. And he put my name down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Because uh, I've, known, I've known this kid actually since he was uh, in kindergarten. And uh, now he's in the third grade. Uh, so, I mean, you know, to hear that, it, it really, really touched my heart. That's, that's what we do it for. Uh, like you said, to make a difference in these, in these kids' lives. But uh, that goes a long way, man. You just never know. Um, heck, who knows? I could be coaching him down the line yeah. in, in in professional or college or you know high level high school. You just never know. Uh, so, Coach Carter is definitely an inspiration. It's a great movie. Uh, it's an entertaining movie, um, and just some of the performances. Uh, Ricky Gonzalez. I Ricky thought Ricky. Gonzalez. I thought he did great. Uh, him and uh, so, uh, young Shannon Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was also in that movie, Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, Magic Dog. Magic Mike, Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think Shanti made an appearance in the movie. Shanti was in it. Uh, Antoine Tanner, he's been in a lot of basketball movies. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, was, we'll talk about him again. Yeah, was, he was in one with Sean Connery, too. He was in um, uh, Sunset Park. Sunset Park. Which we yeah. will we yeah. will talk about that on the podcast. And I believe he was on, was he in Above the Rim? I'm not. I don't think he was in the wood. Which is weird. He's in the wood too. Yeah. Okay. I'm especially wondering how old is he actually? I don't know. He's got. <laughs> he's got to be in his thirties. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if it can't. Nah, I'd say he's in his forties. He got in his forties. Got to be He probably was almost thirty when he did uh, Coach Carter. Yeah. Playing high school. It's like, how you doing this, man? <laughs> how you pulling this off? The most. The most recent movie I saw him in actually uh, was a movie called Percentage with Cameron. Oh. And uh, I can't, I can't think of all of them. It was a, it was a drug movie, but I was like, man, this dude looked the same age like yeah. every. He never ages like. Yeah. But I thought he did good. Um, Rob Brown was uh, one of the starters, yeah. And uh, and Nana, I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, the, the the post player, the one who was doing all the dunks. Oh yeah, yeah he was yeah, catching yeah, all yeah. lives. I was like, I was like, hey man, this uh, I could just tell like when you watch these basketball movies, like some of these guys, like and he, I mean, he legit has bounce. Like you could yeah. tell he can dunk. But um, basketball players and, and right athletes. Yes, the players. athlete actors. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, his his game was a little too dunky for me. But um, I thought all in all, like the performances, uh, I thought they were great. But yeah. Coach Carter, I can watch that every time it comes on. I can watch it. And what's uh, what'd you give it uh, from an A plus to an F? What'd you give it? Uh, I give it a I give it an A minus. Yeah, I give it an A minus. I, I would say definitely say uh, B plus. Yeah, to possibly A minus. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely. I like the message. Uh, the acting was good. Yeah. Um, I would say the story was predictable, but it wasn't. It, it was. It has. I like it has some layers to it. To I like where, movies where the the star team, like the star movie team, loses. Yeah, yeah. Because when they win, it's like, oh yeah, of yeah. course they win. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. but right. they actually they actually didn't win, so I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, well, it's based on a true story too, so I guess they. But based on a true story, they still will have them win. They finesse it somehow, yeah. yeah. I even think like remember the Titans. I think they won. Uh, I think in real life, but I think Bertier like got hurt before yeah. the actual. Oh, he got hurt after the final game. They actually changed it around a little bit. I think. Um, I think with these movies, these sports movies, it's okay to go back to winning now. Yeah, I think y'all. I think y'all made y'all point because it's been a lot of okay. They lose at the end. Like yeah. oh okay yeah okay yeah. y'all made y'all point yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's making, it, it, I like it. Like I say, it's, it's not as predictable. Yeah. It's a good movie. Good movie overall. So I definitely give it like a B plus at least. Yeah. Um, and Samuel L. Man, he's just he's just it's good man. He like like we mentioned before the podcast. I believe him and Denzel can play just about anything, yeah. and then you believe it. Denzel did a great job in um, and remember the Titans as a coach, and Samuel L. did a great job in Coach Carter as a coach. I don't know who did a better job, to be honest with you, because they that, both were great. I think that's uh, your versatility as an actor is what makes you a great actor in most cases. Yeah. Some people get typecast, you know, yeah. so some people may be great at one thing, and that's what you always are yeah. in every movie. Kind of like Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I didn't say it. I said it. It, it, was, it was Kevin. He's trying to step out of it, but, you yeah. know. 
but yeah, I, I think the, that versatility is one thing. Uh, I think Eddie Murphy for a long time was a funny guy, but I think as he got older, you see his versatility, him doing different things. Uh, Denzel has been everything from a slave all the way into training day, into yeah. a football coach, into yeah. he's been he's done a he's lot. A lawyer, he's a lawyer. You know, we talk about uh, Robert De Niro. You know. He's mainly a gangster, but in in the midst of that, you've seen him old now. He's in comedies now. Yeah, you know, uh, he's been the Raging Bull. So I think those meet the uh, Fockers. Yeah, you know. So I, I think though, I think that that versatility will make you a great actor, and definitely Samuel and like you said, Denzel. Uh, they have that. They have that, and they are very respected in the industry due yeah. to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so great review. Like I said, guys, if you have a movie that you want us to review, a basketball movie, of course, uh, if you want us to review, uh, please mention it in the comments. Uh, next week we'll be reviewing Am- the Amateur, uh, the movie starting. I mean, starring uh, what's the boy's name? Power. I can't think. Of it. I don't know what his real uh, name Mari is. Harvick, no, not Mar Harvick. The 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 son. Oh, oh, yeah, Tariq. Tariq, know. yeah, Tariq. I don't there know you know go. Real name. Yeah, well, starring Tariq. Um, We'll uh we'll go over that and I'll watch that again. I've actually only seen it one time because it came out last year on Netflix. Yeah, I saw I saw I've seen half of it. So I'm yeah. gonna watch it half of it. Yeah, it's it's good. I give it to him. I give it to him. It's, it's a it's a pretty good movie. So we'll review that uh next week. So uh guys, make sure you're here. Uh coming up Thursday, we'll start we'll kick off week two. Will the Monstars get a win? Will Alliance run the table in their gauntlet? We shall see. I am Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We're out.